0: Happy Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. Mm -hmm. Don the playmaker, sounding said, I just want to start off being the first to say Happy Thanksgiving on this Thanksgiving week as we get ready to close to spend the holiday time with our loved ones and our families and get ready for Rivalry Week in football and some big games of basketball. But I wanted to do a quick, you know, basketball show for you guys this week. I have been neglecting it, been focusing on football season. But now that I have time, I got a couple of heat checks. Segments I want to do for y'all, and I got a figure proud to do that involves college basketball. So, tune in, watch the show. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you love it. Here we go. <laughs> sound, like, sound like some Viking music, don't it? <laughs> yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen Been through the ups and downs like the letter in They don't let you through the door, better kick that again Cause that's the only way to win That's the only way to go Gotta get it out the mud Gotta get it out the flow Cause that's the only way to go, let's go See, lights out Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to shooting lifestyle with your boy Down the Playmaker Silence here. And uh we got a couple of heat checks to go with. And that's the first thing you see on the screen. We're going to the NBA for a heat check. We're talking about the Sacramento Kings, ladies and gentlemen. The Sacramento Kings are currently fifth in the West right now with a 9 six record. The number one scoring team in the NBA at 121.4 points per game. They also 26 and a the- Opponents' points per game at 117.5. They are 27th and rebounding at 40.3, but they are fourth in assists at 28.3. So, remember when we did our opening show a while back and I said, My, my Dark Horse team, my surprising team to make a run to get into either the play in or the, the playoff was the Sacramento Kings out west. They started to pick it up. They did start off good, though. They did not start off good because, uh, at the beginning of the season, they lost their first four games, you know, to quality teams of you know, Portland, Clippers, Warriors, Memphis, okay. Then they got a surprise and went over to Miami Heat mm-hmm. at home. Then uh, they went to Charlotte take care of business before losing to Miami at Miami and getting, getting back on track beating my Orlando Magic. So at the start of the season, they started off three and five. They're looking good. It wasn't looking good for me. It was not looking good for me. And as we get it around to my birthday, which is on November eighth, they played the very next day because nobody played on that. But after they played on November, day before my birthday goes, they took a loss. They are at three and si- they at three and six right now. And then from after no- November eighth, six straight in a row, ladies and gentlemen, six consecutive games in a row. What can you say? They beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. They went to the Los Angeles Lakers, beat the Lakers. They got back to the Golden State Warriors. They beat, they destroyed Brooklyn on national television. That game was on TNT. 153, that's the most points scored in this season. That is the most points scored in the game this season was the Sacramento Kings destroying the Brooklyn in its own national television, okay, By, on TNT. They followed that up by dropping 130 on the San Antonio Spurs and then dropped 137 on Detroit, winning six in a row. The lowest point they scored in this six-game winning streak was 120. Look at that. 127, 120, 122, 153, 130, and 137. And 137. It's just this team here is ridiculous, okay? This team is absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous of how they play ball. It doesn't make any sense. This team can put the ball in the bucket with the best of them. It is, I am amazed at how they do it. You know, looking at the stats, we're trying to look at the stats here, see what they're shooting like as a team. It looks like they're they shooting around 48%. They they shooting they shooting fifty point two percent from the field thirty eight percent from three. They are making shots when you shooting, but when you going to have on field goals made, that is ridiculous. As a team, like literally as a team, they shooting they shooting the ball very well, and they shooting almost four out of ten. They hitting almost four out of ten threes a game. it is amazing to see this team play now. And look, we got to get this team on TV more because the only time y'all put them on that television was against the Brooklyn Nets and Kevin Durant. The they dropped 153. They put on the three barrage, they put on a three barrage like none other. My let me go back to that game. That game was back there on the 15th when they just decimated them. I mean, let just look at this. Terrence Davis had 31 points. 12 for 16 shooting. And he came off the bench and did that with nine rebounds. He hit seven out of 10 threes. Okay. Kevin Hurt, 19 points, seven from 10 from the field, five and seven from three point range. Demonis Abonis, 17 points, seven boys, seven assists, six from six from the field, did not take a three. Harrison Barnes, 16 points, five from eight from the field, two for four from three. De'Aaron Fox had his worst game of the season with 14 points, 5 for 12 on the field, 1 for 5 shooting. He had nine assists, but it didn't even matter. That's how lethal these dudes were with shooting the ball. Keegan Murray, to Ricky from Iowa, four points over two from three, two for six on the field. Didn't even matter. Malik Munt came off the bench along with Terrence Davis, added 15 points, 6 for 9 from the field, hit one or two from three. I mean, this team was only a mission against. The Brooklyn Nets, and it showed. And it showed. And you see, as you see here at the bottom of the screen tonight, they, they do see Memphis at Memphis tonight. I'm going to come back to that game because I want to go into what the stars of the Kings look like. De'Aaron Fox, averaging 25.4 points per game with 4.8 rebounds, 6.4 assists. De'Aaron Fox is shooting 58. He's shooting 55.8% from the field and 38.2%. Three. That is their star player of the team. That is their point guard. That is their leader. Okay, and then you go to the big man. The mantra is a bonus. Seventeen point five points per game with ten point nine rebounds a game and six assists per game. Okay, he's giving you a double double with getting close to averaging a triple double. And he's shooting fifty nine percent from the field and thirty one percent, thirty one point three percent from three points, But he takes one three a game, only one. He takes one three a game. He does his damage on the inside, which is what we want from big men. Do your damage on the inside. This Is what Sabonis is doing for the Cleveland Cal- for the Cleveland Cavaliers but the Sacramento Kings. You got De'Aaron Fox. You got Malik Munt. You got Kevin Hurd. Okay, you have three point shooters around you. So Sabonis, you just man the you just man the middle, and we good. And that's what he's doing. That's what I love. Okay, he's manning the middle And I love it so much that he's manning the middle And it doesn't take away from this From this team, Mike Brown's doing whatever job right now And speaking of Kevin Hurdle That big free agent signing Or trade that they did This all season, Kevin Hurdle from the Atlanta Hawks He's giving the Kings 16.6 points per game Shooting 50% from the field And 49.5 on three That's why they went and got him from Atlanta to bring in that three-point shooter. A sniper at that. And that's exactly what her heard is. A sniper from long distance. And he's doing his thing, man. I got to admit, he is doing his thing right now. And you have to love to see it. You have to. You just got to love to see it right now. They're on assist game winning streak right now. As you previously saw. But the road of getting... Seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever the street you want to call it. Boston had a long street of nine where they got snapped yesterday. Getting to seven is gonna to be tough because tonight they're at Memphis. They're at Memphis tonight. And we don't know if the uh was John Morant, Desmond Bang, and JJ and Jackson's gonna no Jam- Jam- John Moran is out for tonight's game against the Kings, but they will be getting Desmond Bain back and Jerry Justin Jr. back. Coming off the blowout loss to the New Orleans Pelicans the other night. But as you can see, these these are the next 12 games for them. Memphis. That's at Memphis. They are at Atlanta on the 23rd, at Boston on the 25th. That's three tough road games and three hostile environments. FedEx form tonight, State Farm Arena in the, in the ATL, and TD Garden in Boston. Then you come home, and then when you come home on the twenty eighth, you'll be seeing the Phoenix Suns. And then after the Phoenix Suns, the Indiana Pacers. Then you go to the Clippers to begin December. Then you got the Bulls coming home. You get you're at Milwaukee, at Cleveland at New York Knicks, at Madison Square Garden, at Philly, and at Toronto. This list that you're seeing here, these 12 games that you're seeing right here, only one team, only one team is below 500. And that's the Chicago Bulls at 7 and 10. Everybody else is at least 500 and above. At least 500 and above, and I can give it to you right now. First one is tonight it's against Memphis. Memphis is 10-7. and 7. Then your next game is against the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta is 10-7. Then you go to Boston, 13-4. Matter of fact, Boston is 6-1 at home. They don't lose on games. Uh, where's Atlanta? Atlanta, 6-3 at home. Memphis, 6-1 at home. Then, those are your three world games. You come home to Phoenix. Phoenix is 10-6. Then you got Indiana coming in. Indiana is 10 and 6. Then you go to the Clippers. Clippers are 11 and 7. Then you're home to Chicago. Chicago is 7 and 10. At Milwaukee, 12 and 4. They are 9 and 1 at home. Cleveland, 11 and 6, 7 and 1 at home. At Madison Square Garden, gets the next? 9 and 9. At Philly, 8 and 8. At Toronto, Toronto record is nine and eight, and they are six and one at home. Your road games are against teams who don't lose at home, who don't lose at home. Which is that's why I say it's good that y'all are on this win streak. Y'all got six, but I don't know if y'all can sustain it in this in this next twelve games, especially tonight. Memphis, they six and one at home. Atlanta six and three at home. Boston is six and one at home. Milwaukee nine and one at home. Cleveland is seven and one at home. I mean, this is not, that's not a, this is not an easy schedule right here for the Kings, but if they can come out of this schedule at least 500, 6 and 6, they own the something. Because I'll put them at 15 and 12 and it will be an impressive feat because, like I said, Chicago is the only team that's under 500. They're 7-10. The 500 teams are the New York Knicks, the Philadelphia 76ers, and I think that's it. Everybody else is either, it's a game above 500. Yeah, the New York Knicks is 9-9, Philly is 8-8, Chicago is 7-10. and They're only three teams that's 500 are below. Everybody else is over 500. With the lowest one being the Toronto Wilders at 9 and 8. Everybody else? 10 and 7, Memphis. 10 and 7, Atlanta. 11 and 7, Clippers. 10 and 6, Indiana. 10 and 6, Phoenix. 11 and 6, Cleveland. 12 and 4, Milwaukee. 13 and 4, Boston. This, This is a hard schedule, but I love what the Kings have done thus far, and, and this his game-winning Let's see if they can keep it up with a difficult schedule ahead of them. So, but outside of that, that is the heat check on the Cleveland, on the San Antonio. That, yeah. that is the heat check on the Sacramento Kings. Quick break. When we come back, we get into our Heat Check number two, college edition. The Playmakers' Blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license, sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable, because fanatics is the way to go. We're sports friends shop and official license everything. Alright ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to shooting the lights out. The Thanksgiving special. I heat check number two, takes us to college, and as you see on your screen, we are talking the Virginia Cavaliers men's basketball team. And before I get started, thoughts and prayers are with the Virginia Cavaliers family. That whole entire campus has three football players were shot and killed this past weekend on Sunday. It's been I know it's been rough on them, the football team especially. But also, everybody going to basketball team has been rough on them, and that in fact has been rough on them. They have done they have done very well. I must admit, this is why I am doing a heat check on the Virginia Cavaliers because of what difficulties they had to go through for for a for the past week, and what they have accomplished so far, it can't be ignored. Okay, it just can't be ignored. So the Virginia Cavaliers are currently full and O. In the basketball right now. And with them being 4-0 right now, they have done some things that I like. As you see right here, they screen right here, they have beaten some mediocre teams in the first two games of the year. But they was in the main event tournament, ladies and gentlemen. And being in that main event tournament, they have done, they have shocked the world. They have shocked some teams. Their first match was against number five, Baylor. And they took down Baylor 86 to 79. That game was back on Friday, November 18th. Amari Franklin led the way with 26 points for the Cavaliers. 7 from 12 on the field, 3 from 6 on three point range. They got 17 for Shirick. Sh- Carden Sheward, seventeen points from the field, six for six shooting. Vander Plas off the bench with fourteen points. Ben Rader v- Plas, fourteen points off the bench, four from 5 from the field, two from three from three point range. They shot fifty six. They shot fifty five point six percent from the field. They shot a whopping sixty four point three from three point range. And you just you, you can just see that it was they was on something. That was that was a night to remember for them, because when you look at Virginia teams, you don't see them showing this well. Not like this. Not Virginia team. They're mostly about defense and whatnot. And they took down a top five team in Baylor out in Vegas, Nevada. That was Friday, and then on Sunday. Ladies and gentlemen, they played nineteenth ranked Illinois for the Big Ten. They beat them 70 to 61. In doing so, you can call it a balance attack. Cause Breekman, Rice Brinkman, 17 points to lead away. But you got twelve from Clark and Gardner as well. Shooting they shot worse this time. They shot forty-one point seven percent from the field and twenty-nine point four percent from three. But, but but Illinois wasn't that better, shooting forty point seven percent from the field and thirty-four point six percent from three. Which gets to the Virginia Cavaliers to a four zero no ranking, and in doing so, this past AP people rankings that came out, the Cavaliers jumped from sixteen to five. They basically took Baylor's spot, jumping 11 spots to number five. Now, they were supposed to play a game today at home, but it was canceled for obvious reason. As they are still trying to recover from what took place on the Virginia campus, and rightfully so. But these guys are been balling their butts off so far. It's good to see them play the way they've been playing. They are scoring 79.5% per game, shooting 49% from the field, 46.9% from three, They are averaging seven steals a game. Along with 17 assists a game with 34 rebounds a game. They are playing team basketball. That's what you expect from uh, from a team like Virginia. This is why Virginia has always been one of those teams from the ACC you always have to look at and know what you're getting into. Especially on the Tony Bennett, who has been there for who knows how long. how long Tony Bennett has been the head coach at the Virginia Cavaliers. He's been there for a long time. He, he has done very well with the Virginia Cavaliers. He's been, he's been, there. He's been the Cavaliers coach since 2019. They have, they have won five ACC regular titles two ACC tournaments to the final four in 2019 when they actually won it in 2019. But a remarkable year when they got, when the following year in 2018, that was the first number one seed to get upset about 16 seed. And they came out of vengeance in 2019 to win the whole thing. With a grand defensive performance that you have ever seen in the championship. This year, they have better shooting now. They are doing their thing, and I like what I'm seeing from the Virginia Cavaliers. Now, like I said, they canceled their game that I'm supposed to be in today. But here's what they have next. They have they open their ACC matchup with Florida State, who has been a disappointment this season at 1-4. Then you have a 4-1 James Madison team, and uh, that is not an easy game. I don't want y'all to see the word James Madison look at 4-1 and, and try to figure out, oh, they ain't play nobody. James Madison has been playing some ball. Uh, I'm not going to say eh, eh, it ain't sugar-coated for you. James Madison has been
1: balling, okay? That's a, that's a
0: game that you want to keep your eye on, because James Madison ain't slipping around, okay? They lost by 16 in North Carolina, okay? But other than that, they've been whooping everybody else behind. And I did jump the gun a bit because I forgot. They have a date with Maryland Eastern on the 25th. Then they ACC Big Ten Challenge, they get to go to, to Ann Arbor, Michigan to take on the 4 one Michigan Wolverines. I forgot that game. I do apologize. That's a game to watch. hurt Dixon is back for his senior year. That team likes to score points. 4 and one the only loss has come to the... Uh, Arizona State, Sun Devils, and a blowout, by the way. But nevertheless, they wrote well, they the ship. They did beat Pitt. So they already faced an agency team. and got one on them. Next, next up it is the Virginia Cavaliers on the 29th. Either they play Jackson State on the 23rd, which is tomorrow. That's the game to be looking for when it comes to Michigan and Virginia. Most likely, you look, most likely you're looking at 5-0 versus 5-1 going into that game. And once that game is over with, then you'll get to the Florida State game, the James Madison game. And then we talking number two versus number five. Houston, Virginia, December 17th. Circle that game because if you love defense, there's going to be a defensive battle. Virginia is scoring 79.5 points per game. Houston is scoring 79.2 points per game, but here's the interesting stat. Virginia is giving up sixty point eight points per game, but Houston is only giving up 48 points per game. Houston shoots the ball at 48.2%. Virginia suits it at 49%. Rebound edge goes to Houston at 39.6, while Virginia gets 34. Virginia has won five. I mean, Virginia, of course, is four. I know, Houston is five. 0 no Hopefully, they, they see if they still be unbeaten when we get to this game. But man, oh man, December seventeenth is a game to watch, and it's in Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia, John Paul Jones Arena. Hopefully, by the we have a game. Everybody's rocking and rolling and having that place jumping because that game is gonna be something to watch. This is two versus five. A top five showdown in Charlottesville. Oh my goodness. And that's on a Saturday, by the way. If I'm not mistaken, for that to be at 2 p.m. So that's a game to definitely be looking forward to because oh, I will be watching that game for sure. Just to see what's gonna happen with those guys in this game, matter of fact, I need to make sure, yeah, that game on a Saturday, that game is on a Saturday, and then the other net, the other games after that, you're looking at them on the road after they play Houston at home, they got to go on the road and face the Miami Hurricanes, who are 4-1 on the season, playing some very good ball. And you got an easy one against Auburn, and you should better take care of business. Then you, then you on the road to the ATL to take on Georgia Tech. What's well, probably going to be an easy task, either because Georgia Tech plays good ball at home. They do; they play very good ball at home. Georgia, Georgia Tech does. But we shall see if the Cavaliers continue this road that they are on. It's been an impressive one to start off with. You have a you have some big games coming up with Michigan. Houston, Miami, and Georgia Tech. Let's see how you handle those, and see where twenty Bennett and the and the Virginia Cavaliers are standing at when we get when we get ready to go to the new year. But for right now, Virginia, y'all own it. I need to heat check y'all because y'all own something, and I like seeing it. All right, another break, and we'll be back for our Fragrant File. The Playmakers Bar is proudly to announce that is it is that partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it's your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens, and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus, plan starts at 4 dollars a month, but right now, you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus, mountains of the entertainment. Welcome back to Shooting Lights Out, the Thanksgiving week edition of this one. We got our heat check out the way. And now you're probably asking yourself, why do you see a Kentucky logo and a Louisville logo right by each other? Well, that's because my favorite file, because I still don't have my graphic yet, but we're working on it, but our favorite file takes us to the bluegrass states in men's basketball. I'm playing the favorite file on Kentucky and Louisville. Kentucky is on the favorite file because how they perform in two games so far. That's been nationally televised. Louisville is a whole different dis- type of disappointment, okay? I'll get to them later. First off, well, let's start off with the Kentucky Wildcats. The Kentucky Wildcats, three and two in the season, they dropped from number four in the poll to the number uh, to number 15 in the poll. If you remember when we did our heat check on the Virginia, that went up 11. Kentucky went down 11 from 14 to 15. I mean, from four to 15, okay? Now, how do they drop all the way down from being ranked four to down to fifteen? Well, this is what happened. So, these two games right here—the two losses on the Kentucky Wildcats schedule Remember, you know, they went—they are three and two. The first loss came to the State Farm Champions Classic back on November fifteenth, when a double overtime victory by the Michigan State Spartans, eighty-six to seventy-seven. And that was Michigan State coming off losing to Gonzaga. How ironic, because that's the next game we am talking about for Kentucky. And a game where Kentucky was actually favorite to win this game. They was very by a good old seven points. And they didn't get it done. They shot 38.6% from the field. They shot 28% from three. while Michigan State shot 40. Point six percent from the field and 36.8% from the field. So Michigan State shot the ball better from you, from the field, and from three-point range. Kentucky had 15 turnovers. Michigan State only had 18, so you won the turnover battle. But you lost the rebounding battle because Kentucky only rebounded, by, only rebounded 38 times. While Michigan State got the rebound 45 times. So you're already in trouble. Then Oscar Sheeway, who only played... 34 minutes coming off the bench. He gave you 22 points, 18 boards, but he fouled out. So your star, your leader, your captain, fouled us out. And now of the 22 points. Let's see. Willie gave you 16 and 8 assists. Wallace gave you 14, 5 and 5. Top gave you 10. And that was it. Go to the Michigan State side. Hall gave, gave Tom. Gave Coach Izzo 20 and 5. Hollister gave Coach Izzo 23 and 8 to lead the Spartans. Sokono gave Izzo 16 and 8. Walker put up 14 and 6 three and 6 assists. So they started to score 14, 16, 23, and 20. Now, one starter from the Kentucky bench got the 16. You had Wallace at 14. That is the reason why you lost this game to the Michigan State Spartans. That's, but it's Michigan State though. The the, the AP was just being disrespectful and whatnot. Man, well, you can say that, you know, and you know, I probably I, I probably agree with you and whatnot. But still, you probably beat Michigan State. They weren't even ranking in pole, and they beat y'all. And then we get to this past Sunday. November nineteenth, ladies and gentlemen. No, November twentieth, my bad, November twentieth. Spoken, Washington as the Kentucky Rockers and John Calipari begin a uh six-year gauntlet with the Gonzaga Bulldogs. It was two versus four. You know both teams was gonna lose their rankings because Gonzaga got destroyed by Texas early earlier. But they came to Spokane, Washington, and, and took on the Wildcats, and they dominated the Wildcats from start to finish. Okay. The score was 41-25 at halftime. Well, teams scored forty-seven, which means whatever the halftime lead was, that's how I had to find a game. Eighty-two to seventy-two, the eighty-eight to seventy-two Gonzaga board all win by sixteen, and it wasn't close. Okay. Oscar Sheeway got the start this time. 20 points. 15 boards. Topping. 16 points. Reeves 10 off the bench. That was it. No, Wallace gave you 14. But that's about it. Willard 7 points. Frederick 3 points. Your bench only gave you 12 points. That includes the 10 from Reeves. You go to the Gonzaga Bulldogs. Timmy. Twenty-two and seven, Watson ten and ten. Sauter twenty and fourteen, Bolton twenty-four. Yet again, the starters for the other team outshining the starters from Kentucky. At least this time, Ashieway did get you twenty, and Topkin gave you seventeen, Watson fourteen. But those are those were evaporated very, very quickly because Tini got twenty-two, Bolton had twenty-four, and Sauter got twenty. And go to the go to our game recap. Kentucky shot 39% from the field, 24% from three. Kentucky shot 56.4% from the field, 36.8 from three. And Gonzaga, I out rebounded Kentucky by 10, 39 to 29. When is the last time you ever heard of Col- uh, John Calipari, Kentucky Wildcats team getting out by 10? By double digits? When is the last time you ever heard of this? This is why Kentucky is on the Frager Fowl segment, this go-around. Because this is not Kentucky basketball. This is not Kentucky basketball. Gonzaga was favored to win by Vegas by four. They times that by four and won by 16. Kentucky, you you are on this segment because this is not Kentucky basketball, Okay. Now, y'all have plenty of time to turn it around. Now, I know John Convay is a great coach. He will turn it around. He was definitely turn it around because it is what he does. It is what he do in his Kentucky basketball. But for the main state of the Kentucky, of the blue state team, the Kentucky Wildcats, you have to be on my favorite foul set me because you're not performing like it. Now, you do have a game with UNF coming up tomorrow, and – Bellamy on the 29th. Hopefully you win both those games, but even though Bellamy did catch an upset or somebody in the top in a power five, but I'm, I'm not going to speak on who. But after that, you open up December against a, was a matchup with Michigan in the Basketball Hall of Fame London Showcase. That game is on the fourth. That game is on ABC. Then you get yelled. And then the CBS Sports Classic, which is two blue bloods in UCLA and Kentucky, December seventeenth. So you so you get so you get Houston and Virginia at two, and then when that game is done, CBS Sports Classic gives you UCLA and Kentucky. December seventeenth is looking pretty good right about now. Then after that, you got the date with FanDuel. You open up AC, SEC play with a trip to Columbia, Missouri, to take on the Missouri Tigers, who are 5-0, surprisingly. And then the Bluegrass rivalry, which I'm going to get back to, because I got to talk about that other team before I even think about this game. Because that other team would be the Louisville Cardinals. Ladies and gentlemen, the Louisville Cardinals are currently, oh, and four, well, it takes the 0-5 right now because I'm going to show you what happened about an hour ago before I even came on here to record this. This is why this, hmm, remember I said I wasn't going to talk about a team, about Bellamy upsetting the team just yet? This is why because opening night in Louisville, the Cardinals got upset by Bellamy, 67-66. to 66. Then in next game. They got beat at the horn by White State, 73 to 72. And then they took a third consecutive loss to a mid-major team at Appalachian State. When their game the buzzer was weighed off, 61-60 Mountaineers, three mid-major teams all at Louisville all of them end up up in L's below, we'll but look at that 0-1, 0-2, and 0-3. And, 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 and then you hit the Maori invitational and you got selected by ninth rank Arkansas. 80 to 54. 80 to 54. And then that's just the 0 and 4 part. I did say the 0 and 5, right? Because this is what happened an hour ago. Okay, This is what happened an hour ago. An hour ago. This is what happened at the Maori Invitational. 20 ranked Texas Tech Red Raiders 70, Louisville 38. Texas Tech scored the same amount of points in the second half as the entire Louisville team in the entire game. Louisville only scored 13 points in the first half and 25 in the second half. There's a total of 38. Texas Tech scored 38 in the second half alone. What is this we're seeing here? I have never seen a Louisville team look this bad. Ever. When Reed Patino was there, they had some bad games. They had some awful games. It was never like this. Okay? This is like the leading scorer for the Cardinals is a tie between Jalen Withers and L. Ellis, but they both scoring seven points. Seven points each. That's still high for the Cardinals. At seven points by two players. Louisville shot 22.4% from the field in this game. 16.7 from three-point range. They was 11 for 14 from the field, three for 18 from three. They had a combined five assists in the game. Five assists in the old game. They had more assists than three points made. They had more personal fouls than field goals made, they had twenty three personal fouls, and there was eleven for forty nine from the field. They had more rebounds than field goals, at twenty nine rebounds, but only hit, but only scored eleven times. Who makes it was even worse? Texas Tech was forty-three point one percent from the field, twenty-six point nine from three. They only hit five threes. They was five for nineteen, but they was twenty-two for fifty-one from the field. They had twelve assists, forty-five rebounds. The utter embarrassment. Of oh, a power five team is right in front of us with the Louisville Cardinals. Now, equally enough, there's a team out west I could add to this segment, but I'm not going to add to it right now. But if this team out west keeps going the way that they're going, oh, trust me, I would definitely be adding them to a figure foul list because currently that team that I'm looking at, I don't even think they have a win right now, to be honest. I don't even think they won a game i interesting just interested in No, they haven't won a game either. They are on five right now. And they have some ridiculous losses on their schedule, too. And I was just in my head. Oh, what the hell is this? But nevertheless, if this keeps going the way that it keep going, by the time the end of November gets here, which is like next week, they might be on this list of favorite five, five because this is, this is ugly. I mean, this is very ugly. I remember talking about Louisville. Drop into three mid-major teams. This team dropped one, two, three, four. Oh yeah, they're gonna be on the second. Oh, they'll make, they'll make. But this is about the group, the Bluegrass State, because Kentucky' performances against Michigan State and Gonzaga was horrendous. Not to compare today, Bluegrass rivalry of Louisville, who are zero five right now after this atrocity of a performance. Now. Here's their next game. <laughs> ACC Big Ten Challenge. They are at home again. Now 23rd ranked and 5-0 and no undefeated Maryland Terrapins are coming in. As you can see, ESPN has it at a 76.6% in favor of the Terrapins to walk away with this game. I don't even want to know what Vegas thinks, but since I am doing this show, I will divulge to the people and just look at what the spread could be as of right now because this is going to be like okay the spread is not available right now because it's too many days out but this Louisville team is going 63 points a game they are giving up 70.3 points a game shooting 42.8 percent from the field only averaging 7.8 assists a game grabbing 33.3 rebounds a game. Yo, next game is, is against Maryland. And Maryland ain't no slouch. They drop a whopping 80.2 points per game. They give up 57.8 points a game. They shoot it at 50.2% from the field. This might get ugly even more for Louisville. Could have and this game will be on ESPN two at seven o'clock on the 29th, which is a Tuesday. Hopefully, I'll be having some, I'll be I'll be paying attention to the college playoff rankings, getting ready for uh, championship week at this moment, at that moment in time. So hopefully, I would not be even looking at Maryland putting the beating on Louisville. But when is they? When can we get our first win, Louisville? So, Because after you play them, you begin the month of December with Miami, who is 4-0, who is 4-1. I don't see that happening. Hey, maybe maybe you go to Tallahassee and you beat Florida State because they, they don't look impressive either December 10th at Florida State. Maybe that's when you get your first win. If not, then, where's the Kentucky? 4-1, but your battles with mid-major so far ain't been going so well. You're already on three against them. And they four and one, so yeah, uh, all right. What's after this fam you four and one? you I mean, one and four, fam you, December 17th. Maybe you can get that one, okay? Nobody ever think about even watching fam you play basketball, so you might get that one. If for some reason you don't get that one, you got loose come, you got lips come three and two, you should be able to win that one. And if you don't win that one, all oh, hell's gonna break loose because. You gotta go to NC State next, and that's like, then it's the Bluegrass rivalry between you and Kentucky at Rupp Arena, December thirty first, and which if Kentucky ain't favored by thirty, Vegas must know something that everybody else ain't knowing. Looking at this, because what this is doing right now is being very ugly to watch. If Kentucky ain't favored by thirty, y'all made some progress if the way this keeps going, Kentucky might be favored by 50. If this keeps going the way it's going, Louisville, y'all better figure something out because as of right now, y'all ain't ain't doing it. Y'all look terrible. Extremely terrible. So that's it for today's episode of Shooting Lights Out. I appreciate you guys listening in. If you want, you can follow us on all streaming platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. You can also follow our, our brand page on YouTube and check out all the episodes that we do. You can go to our website, dplaymakersball.com. You can see everything that we do for the on the website. Thank you for tuning in. Have a happy Thanksgiving. I look forward to do some more basketball talk with y'all later. I am the Playmaker down in the silence. This has been Shooting Lights Out. But you can't stop here you can't stop now you gotta keep going through all your trials and your tribulations you gotta keep pushing now finish your canvas yeah gotta get it out the mud that's the only way to win who am I to point a finger like I never ever seen been through the upside That's the way to go Thank you for tuning in Today's episode If you want to follow the podcast You can follow it on all streaming platforms Including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more This has been Shooting Lights Up